A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. A huge thank you to Neon, our favorite New Zealand streaming service, for making this season of Culture Vulture happen. Everybody and welcome to our final episode of Culture Vulture for the Love Island season. Oh my god, what a fucking journey! I know, both a very happy and sad occasion. I feel honestly, I can't feel anything but slightly giddy because Liv just poured me like a third of a bottle of wine into a huge wine glass. Rubes is sitting across from us on Zoom with her fancy looking red, and look. We're just roaring to go, aren't we, ladies? We absolutely are <laughs> roaring to go. I'm not quite sure Fucking if that's the saying. cheers to that, We're bitches. roaring to go. Rearing. Oh! <laughs> the rearing 20s. <laughs> Surely we're roaring to go as a thing. Listeners, please come and confirm that I'm correct. And if I'm not, don't come and say anything. <laughs> don't come for Lucy. I mean, no, you're just getting in the Love Island spirit. They always get sayings wrong, don't they? Oh, yeah. I'm just pulling the rug out from underneath all your eyes. Exactly. <laughs> Robes, you've watched the final today, obviously. I have. I watched it in my lunch break. You know, you've got to prioritise. You do. Thoughts and feelings. Also, this is probably a spoiler alert that we're going to be talking about the final and the winners. So if you haven't watched it and you don't want to know, maybe pause this and come back once you've watched it. And please do come back because this is what we've been waiting for is discussing the winners. Yes, well, I mean, I wasn't surprised. It wasn't the best outcome I could have asked for, but um, it was a very wholesome episode and I think it was kind of everything you really wanted out of a season finale. Absolutely. Now, do we want to say who won and the, the way that it all played out now, or do we want to save that for halfway through the podcast when we're actually there? Oh, well, as if anyone's watching and hasn't already seen it or had the spoilers, so we might as well okay. just say it. Let's do it. Okay, so number four, Kaz and Tyler. Now, that was a given, really, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. I think it would have been ridiculous. Really? Yeah. I was so like, no way in hell is it going to be anyone but Kaz and Tyler. Oh, my God. I really thought it was going to be Faye and Teddy. That was my, like, that is who I really thought the public would have been least into. Well, because didn't you guys say that everyone on Twitter was sort of really for Kaz and Tyler? Mm, Kaz and Tyler had lots of support on Twitter. Also from the final episode, like leading into the big shebang that was the final aired on TV, I really feel like Kaz and Tyler didn't have much chemistry. There was, there's just something missing there compared to the rest of the couples. But anyway, no, I agree. I mean, they, it's just a little lackluster. Mm, They have though made it pretty clear that they're taking things quite a lot slower than yeah. everyone else. Yeah, did you else? see, though, in the final when they were asked by Laura, like, what's next for you? And Tyler really just sort of avoided the question. And the whole time he'd sort of been a little bit off. I don't really know how to put it, but the vibes were just like, I don't know how long they'll last outside of the Love Island universe. But yeah. that's just me. My real gut feeling with Tyler is that he's sort of... I don't know whether he is calculating but he definitely overthinks such like you can tell that he's not in the moment mm. with Kaz 
Mm. Like, I just feel like there's something else going on in his head. Me too. But anyway, mm. they got forced. I don't know if I agree, but, like, I'm willing to be wrong. Yeah, okay. well, you are. Okay, <laughs> okay well, fuck yeah. Guns. Okay, third, Teddy and Faye. This cut me deep, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I thought they were very sweet. I did find mm. it funny in their um, final video how they chose to still incorporate some kind of naughty clips from Casa Amor. Like, I thought yeah. we were past that. Literally, they wanted to get their fingers in it one more time. And there was, like, that one bit where I don't think Faye had seen. Yeah, of, totally. Of Teddy saying to Clarice, oh, have you been dreaming about me? Oh, yeah. And I was just like, fuck's sakes, producers. Like, cut them a break. <laughs> Give them a break. I it's know. The final. They Jesus are, Christ. like... They are doing it until the very end. Like, they, they um, want to draw yeah. out as much drama as possible, which props to them, but also, oh, poor Faye. I'm surprised she didn't blow her top then, then and there. Honestly, well. that was, that would have been such an anxiety inducing, like, evening for her because it's the first time she's seen the public and she, it got brought up quite a lot, her, mm. um, outbursts. But I she know. handled it very, very well. It's like a running joke, isn't it? And, and it's at her expense. Yeah, it very much is. I don't know if I'd handle that very well, but anyway. I mean, anyway, to I be know. fair, that's kind of like, if that's as bad as it kind of gets for her, that she's getting off very easy. That's actually true, yeah. It was horrific. We've we've been there, talked about that. Anyway, what's next, Lou? <laughs> well, next is obviously number two. If you know how to count, you might know that it goes four, three, <laughs> number two. If you know how to count. Is right, madam. Chloe and Toby. I was sad that they didn't win, but I don't think they should have won. No, no. they are the real winners in my eyes, like 100%. No. Yeah, they were just so happy to be there, so happy to be with each other. Toby just grew fucking 20 years, like, blessed. Fuck, oh thank God. God he went on Love Island and had to go through all of those sort of lessons because imagine if he just continued like how he was on the outside. Girl to girl to girl. Oh my God, that's actually so true. <laughs> I know. So that was all very it was like Toby. I found it very funny that Chloe said, oh, it's early days. Oh, well, she said it's early doors. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's early doors. <laughs> I found that weird. I was like... It's not really early days, but it is in the real world, isn't it? So yeah. they're the only two mature realists of all the couples, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, I think Toby... It, Love Island was like his crash crash course for like lo- love, basically, and for romance. Like, yes. I think it did him absolute wonders. Um, I, yeah, they definitely... They've like moved physically not at a slow pace but I think with their feelings it's definitely been like kind of an afterthought or on like the the back burner so it'll be interesting I guess to see like how deep it really is yeah and and when they talked about their communication getting better I think they really really got self-aware like Mm. at the end because they they started off obviously it was all physical and then they said let's stop it being physical and they got back together and, like, let's take it slow. And then I think, like, usually when people say, like, oh, yeah, let's take it slow, that never happens and it never really works. But for them, it sort of did. I think Toby needs rules. I think, yes. (laughs) He needs to be told sort of how to operate because he obviously can't do it on his own accord. Um, I 
really really hope they work on the outside because I just feel like they actually are two very unique human beings and they've sort of they have the exact same sense of humor or something it does just click it really mm. clicks and, and she just really flops into him like yeah. a fish <laughs> Both just Ew. very funny. Um, and then we have our Love Island 2021 winners, Liam and Millie, who are just so in love. I know. They're, they're I mean, disregarding cast more, they're the picture-perfect couple. They're a great couple. Yeah, no, sorry. If you have to completely cut out a whole portion of their relationship, <laughs> that doesn't mean you're the picture-perfect couple. I'm sorry, that's absolutely Yeah, that was a big <laughs> No, but like, okay, from the outside, if you didn't know, if you, they were just walking down the street and you saw them interacting with each other at a cafe and you didn't know the context, like, they are very much, like, very oh, the, the heteronormative, picture-perfect couple what we're sold in magazines. Yeah. Screen. I mean, they're both beautiful. Media. I guess if you take a snapshot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I was really happy that they won, to be honest, because I think if you're looking for love, they've definitely found a very genuine love. I did find it so awkward at the end with the envelopes. Like, there was so much admin that yeah. went wrong with the envelopes. And then when she, when Millie got to choose if she was going to keep the money or not, and she was like, I want love or something, <laughs> instead of saying she was going to take the 50k. Yeah. I thought that was so cute. Oh. I thought she just... I really love Millie. I just think she is just there for a good time and... Bless her soul. Very unproblematic. But, yeah, how did you feel, Rubes? Because I know your vendetta against Liam is still alive and well. Yeah, well, listen, it's definitely it's simmered over the last couple of days. I think Liam's sweet. I think that he has been absolutely carried by Millie. And he's sweet and he knows how to smooth talk, but that's kind of all that there is to him at this point. I think Millie is actually just an absolute sweetheart and I'm obsessed with her. And I think... That is purely the reason that they won, in my opinion. He seems like a lovely boy, but he's not my fave. Oh, he really, really, there was something about him that seemed very endearing to me. Like Same. like the way Toby grew before our eyes, I feel that way with Liam in a different kind of way. Like, he just seemed to turn into a dad An absolute dad, the villa dad. Like, he was always just giving people the encouragement that they needed to sort of, like, get through the challenges or get through their day. I think we're the three levels of Liam liking. Like, Ruby doesn't like him. I'm, like... No, I don't, I don't want to be the villain. I do like him. I just... I think, like... He's just got something sly about him that I don't trust, but I'm hoping that I'm proved wrong. Oh, okay. And yeah, then, but and that's then love you fair. like him a lot. I do... Which is so weird for me because usually I can hold grudges. Like, I am actually quite good at holding what I don't like about people. But I don't know. I just feel like his feelings for Millie, to me, are just <laughs> undeniably genuine. And I think he fucking worships the ground she walks on. Like, I think... As he, he should. I mean, look at it. Take a bullet for her. Yeah. I just think that there's something really cute about the side that Millie brings out of him. He came in I think he seemed very too cool in my eyes and I think he's just done a total 180 like now he's just sort of really embracing his like cringe side and I (laughs) find that really endearing interesting to see him when he gets back around the lads because he was a bit of a lad when he came in 
And I don't know if he'd sing like that in front of the lads. No. So let's see if he keeps all that like cringe stuff up. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely like twenty percent of me that's like, like not that he'll probably do something bad, but like he still obviously has that side to him. Mm. But I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. Well, should we take it back a little bit and just have a quick chat about their families? Because we've been talking for what like eight weeks about these islanders that we don't know, but now we feel like we really know them, and it was very interesting to see where they came from and and who sort of formed them and created them so first in this episode we had toby and chloe going on their final date which was basically like a child's (laughs) birthday party which was very it was so fitting for them um so fitting i did find it really funny when they came back to the villa Chloe was saying about how it was her best day ever, but it was the same day that Jake and Lib left. <laughs> and she so kept going, this is the best day ever, while they were all real somber, <laughs> and it was just quite funny. It's just a very... Oh my god, was that all on the same day? Yeah. And it was Liam's birthday? Yeah. Oh no, oh, no, that, no, was no, no that was the day before. But fuck, Liam's, Liam's birthday, birthday went on for like three episodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it seemed to go for a year. Maybe he was 23 by the end of it. Also, we didn't talk about that Liam made Millie his girlfriend live on air at the oh, final. Yeah. What did you guys think about that? I thought it was pretty cute. Yeah, it's cute. I thought it was good that it was done after the um, voting had finished. Otherwise, your girl would be thinking that was a ploy for votes. Totally. But voting had ended. Okay, so first family to come in was Millie and Liam's. So what? Mm. it was Millie's mum and her sister. It's my mum and my sister. <laughs> so <laughs> cute. Millie's sister talked the exact same way as Millie, like very much the same mannerisms. Same with same... Liam's dad. Oh, bless. Oh, my God. Liam's dad was really cute. He seemed I really know. sweet. sort of fashionable with Liam's parents. Oh, very sweet. White on white. And what about um, Liam scaring Millie and then Millie <laughs> tipping the water on her? Oh, yeah, that was quite a good one, wasn't it? Not to just jump back a few, like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just take it somewhere else entirely. <laughs> um, but the family's, yeah, Liam's dad was really cute. And I actually don't have that much to say about their family except for when they asked um Millie do you like Liam's singing now (laughs) and Millie was like yeah I really like his singing (laughs) I didn't realize this was as much of a big thing as it was singing singing. yeah I know because remember Ruby me and you didn't even know about it and then Liv brought it up to us in a culture vulture episode and me and you hadn't even thought about the singing no well it was because it was on the unseen bits and then um Uh. he sung in the hideaway and Millie sort of told the girls that she found it really fucking cringe um <laughs> and now it doesn't make her cringe yeah now she's sort it's of really nice oh, oh the obstacles they've overcome <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> millie found him cringe he cheated on her at Casa Amor. <laughs> but they won so <laughs> and now his singing is found cute by millie so they're, be- they're very equal in that in that scene <laughs> they've both done bad things look they've both yeah. done bad yeah. things <laughs> So next we had Faye and Teddy's families. Well, we had Faye's sister and her best friend, and we had Teddy's two very sexy, suave brothers. Ooh, oh my god, isn't that trio. family just gorgeous? Oh, aren't they? I just Stunning. think they've been carved by the gods. They have, they have, they have. They were fucking <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, and, and they they were a bit cold to Faye at the beginning, which you sort of would be because your broski's been yelled at live on TV. Oh, I think, like, absolutely they had every right to be. It's almost like, you know, Teddy has forgiven her and that's totally fair and, like, 
obviously once he says he's forgiven her, he shouldn't hold on to that. But it's almost like sometimes you need either that best friend or those brothers or sisters that kind of do keep you in line and remind you and don't just let you get off scotch-free so they can... I don't know, make sure it's a good relationship moving forward. I don't know. Yeah, I think totally. it's like, it didn't seem nasty. It just seemed like you're, we're going to have to take some time. Yeah, like we're holding you accountable for what you've done, which I found interesting yeah. that Millie's family weren't like that in the slightest. True, they mm. loved Liam. Now, I've just had a thought live on pod mm. that do you think that there's a reason why neither Faye's nor Teddy's parents came in? Do you think it's because they would have had a um, stronger view of Mm. the relationship and the way that those two sort of, Faye mostly treated Teddy? Or do you think it's a coincidence that neither parents, I mean, I don't know their family lives, so. Yeah, I mean, I did definitely think about that. I I don't reckon because looking at past seasons, there's always been like a really big mix of people who come in and quite often parents don't come Mm. in. Like, I, I seem to remember that being quite common. And do you think if so, one, if I don't, I don't one person's parents come in, they try and get the other parents, whereas if one person's parents don't and they get a best friend and a sister, then they try and get brothers or sisters on the other. So it's not like older parents talking to younger. Totally. I think, like, I don't know how they choose. I would be really interested to know. But also, like, people's schedules. Yeah. And quarantine. Can they get time off work? Yeah. Exactly. That was just interesting. with COVID. Yeah, that was just interesting because I would have liked to have seen Faye's parents. Same. And Teddy's. Mm. I feel like you know someone to so much To be fair, better. it might even be, like, the Islanders who pick before they go Absolutely. in. I, don't, I honestly have no idea. Well, then we had Kaz and Tyler's family. And, and I saw all over... Um, Twitter, everyone being like, fuck, a barbecue with Tyler's family and Kaz's family would just be so much fucking fun because it's fair to say Tyler's dad was should have been on fucking Love Island himself. He was talent. <laughs> he absolutely was. He, was, he gorgeous. was more talent than Tyler, I have to say. And Tyler's mum was gorgeous. And honestly, it seemed like they liked Kaz more than they liked Tyler. They were so, <laughs> so cute to her. Kaz's sister was a vibe. She was such... They hyped each other Oh, my up. God. She was so cute. Super Aww. cute. That's actually one thing that I really loved in Tyler's parents was, as you said, like, they really loved Kaz and they were... Like, his dad was like to Tyler, look, you fucked up. And I just think that that's so great because often you do have parents that are, like, kind of excuse their child's behavior, mm. like, even in settings like that. And I just thought it was really telling of his family dynamic. Um, and when they were like... We're so glad Kaz took you back. Yes. Like, you were lucky she took you back. And yeah, like, like, tough love, right? Good on you. And then we had Toby and Chloe's families. And when Chloe's mum walked in and yelled, You have been iconic! Thought that was so funny. And then when Chloe's sister was like, How much sex do you need to have? <laughs> And I thought that was really funny. Chloe's family was exactly as I imagined. Like, her mum was quite, almost like a drama teacher Mm. vibe, I feel. Oh, my God, yeah. I found they were, like, little carbon copies. Or, like, her mum was, like, the older version and her sister was, like, the younger version of Chloe. And did you guys notice in... um, when Toby was talking to his mum and sister, you could just hear the shrieks in the background of Chloe yeah. and her family. 
very, very cute. And also when Toby was crying, when his family came in and he couldn't stop crying. Oh, he just and just sort of broke down. <gasps> so cute. And that was after he told Jake that he hadn't cried in years or whatever it was. Oh, oh no. Toby's gorgeous. Then we have the Love Island Summer Ball, where it's sort of weird. They get all dressed up, they do a bit of salsa dancing, and then they confess their love to one another. Now, I don't really want to linger on this for too much because it was... We see it every year. They're all just confessing their love. They all go in there and say something along the lines of, I didn't expect to find love. But it's like, you fucking came on Love Island. Can you all stop saying that you didn't expect this to happen? Because it's exactly what is meant to happen. But do you think, though, I feel like if I went on Love Island, I would be hoping that that would happen. But majority of the people don't actually find love. Yeah, but they all say it. Majority of the people, arguably, even though they might not say it outrightly, they're coming on here to get some kind of Instagram famous. You know, like, yeah, that's just, I feel like the reality of it. So I think people finding love, it's not as common. I think, but though, if you were going on there to find a platform, would you not want to keep that a little bit to yourself and and not say, coming onto Love (laughs) Island, I didn't expect to find love? Because in my head, the whole time I'm thinking, why are you saying this? You came on Love Island. Why else would you have come? (laughs) I know that they want to get a platform, but... I don't know, I just, I find it quite funny that they sort of all say it in one which way. Like, in such, sort of, they're all in shock about it. (laughs) Like, I'm so shocked I've sort of found something better than I expected. But, like, this is so fucking crazy that four very strong couples came out of this season. I know. Like, it is wild to think that they had, what, like, 20 people all up. I mean, they were all relatively similar sort of people with similar sort of education and background, etc, etc. But, like, this social experiment worked. Oh, my God. Did it fucking ever. I also think, me and Liv have been talking about this a little bit, but this might be the closest, like, group, like, final four sort of group of people that we've seen on Love Island. Like, yeah. very wholesome. Totally. So, Hell so yeah. wholesome. Just, yeah. All of these couples have been together since, like, very early days, you know? Like, a lot of people have come and gone and kind of not even made a blip, like, at all you know these couples have been solid and it's like for a very long time it was like fuck like i think the producers had to really create drama because or else it would have just been fucking smooth sailing for like the past like six weeks far too wholesome now ruby kind of on that point all the contestants that come through and don't really make a blip i just want to read out to you guys take you on a little trip down memory lane and read to you all the contestants that we've seen this year because you don't realise, but there is so many fucking people that come on this show. Not in any particular order. We have Kaz, Shannon. Remember Shannon? Oh, Went Shannon home after didn't even get what, a look in, did two she? nights. Yeah. Okay. She was gone skis early on. Very on skis. <laughs> Toby, Jake, Liberty, Sharon, Aaron, Chloe, Faye, Chugs. Oh, Hugo. Chugs. Chugs was a cutie. Brad, Liam, Lucinda, Millie, Rachel, AJ, Tyler, Georgia, who deserved better. Yeah, she was sweet. Teddy, Danny, Abby, Sam, Clarice, Dale, Matthew, Mary, a cameo from Lily. Now, I'm only talking about people that made it back to the main villa. Aaron, Brett, and Priya. 
Like, that is a fuckload of people. And I forgot that some of these people, like, fucking AJ and Abby blur into one in my head so much. It must be so strange for, say, someone like AJ and then seeing Priya on screen and then them being in the same season of Love Island but never having met. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Totally. Also, have Aaron and Mary broken up? Aaron and who? Have they? I thought you told me that today. No? Oh no, Flo told me that today. Our flatmate who we constantly talk about on this podcast. Oh, Aaron and Mary. Oh, Aaron. Oh, I don't know. It well, could I be a rumour. I had high hopes for them. It could be a rumour. Oh, well, my auntie knows him, so maybe I'll just call her up and say. Oh my god, inside. Even someone that knows someone that lives in England. Yeah, I know, right? My mum messaged me the other day and she was like, um, Helen knows Aaron. Is he nice? <laughs> and did you clarify which Aaron? Uh, yeah, it was, it was new Aaron. Okay. Yeah. If you guys are listening to this and thinking, fuck, I want to watch along. You can. Neon is our favourite New Zealand-based streaming service, not just for Love Island, but for shows like Euphoria and The Handmaid's Tale too. Oh, for when you're trying to fill in those gaps before the new episode of Love Island. And the best part is you can get a 14-day free trial to test it out. That's two free weeks of Love Island, and we can guarantee at that point you will be hooked. And none of this would be possible without Neon, who let us chat about Love Island as part of our job, which is best fucking thing ever oh thanks neon shot neon and now now that we've taken that we trip down memory lane i would like to ask you two well all three of us i also <laughs> want to be included um some questions about this season of yes. love island um because i feel like look we've been through it together i read through some of our old like podcast sort of lay downs and there were some takes from me early on that <laughs> I don't really agree with anyone. Yeah, I feel like every single episode I've come in with a very different opinion. And, like, I don't even say this is different to last no, week's. It's just it's like just a whole like, new person. I've fully it? turned my head. Yeah. So, first of all, weirdest couple combo. Okay. I have two. Um, Faye and Brad. Yes. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. That how just did yeah. not work out. Um, she did call him a C-U-N-T. Um, and also, Hugo and AJ, that whole sort of combination just made me cringe oh, the yeah. entire time, and I felt bad for AJ. That is mm. weird. Groups? Okay, mine would probably have to be, and I think because I only got reminded of it in the finale, um, was Chloe and Aaron. You know, like, right when Chloe oh, came into yeah. the villa, villa and picked Aaron, like, I don't remember... That kind of seems like it never even existed. I can't even remember those two talking to each other. Neither can I. No. Mine was Hugo and anyone. Like, Mm. Hugo, like, weirdest couple combo for me to see on TV was Hugo and anyone. Yes. He was on. Hugo and and Chloe were probably the best match out of all of his matches. Mm. I know, I know, I know. Okay. And, like, I'm saying that in a friendship couple way. Yeah. And she friendzoned him and. For good reason, because look at them now. Look at Toby and fucking Chloe go. Okay, everyone, MVP of the season. Oh, Teddy. Teddy, yeah. Or or Liberty. Yeah, I had... Or Chloe. I had two. I had Toby just purely for bringing the content. I think without Toby, this season would be a lot drier than it um, was. And yeah, also Lib for, I think, just bringing a whole new level of like... Self-love is the real love. Like a whole new level of depth to the villa. I don't think we've had that before. That sort of beautiful 
self-love I'm insight. sad she didn't get a shout out in the finale I thought they were going to do like a tribute or something I thought they yeah, should I thought so too Rubes MVP or oh, Teddy Teddy or Chloe or Liberty I love yeah. that mine, what about you Liz? mine was Toby and that's only because I looked at my notes from episode one and it just says Toby is the fuckboy of the season <laughs> and I got it so wrong. Well, but like kind of so right. No, but you kind of got it right. Uh, yeah, well, kind of right. But the most interesting fuckboy that sort of pulled himself back. I even had a big fucking argument with Liv about how I thought we should stop giving Toby the benefit of the <laughs> doubt very yeah. early on. We, did. we had a tense car ride to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we both sort of changed our tune because yeah. then Lucy texts me and be like, I've thought about what you've said <laughs> and, then and Liv- I see where you're coming from and I said, I was going to say the same thing to you. <laughs> oh god. Um, and that's on friendship and that's on growth also in the hosts. Yeah, in terms of Toby, like like, I do the show art every episode, and he made a feature on majority of the show art. So, I mean, you know, he, he did well. He did well. He was iconic. Right, everyone. Favourite moments from the season? Liam's... I know you guys didn't see it, but Liam singing in The Hideaway was really, really, really funny. And I think that you should <laughs> go back and watch it over and over. I think we did put in a snippet of the audio in one of the episodes. We did. I have since gone back and watched it and <laughs> I thought it was great. Just, I think it was at that point in time where we didn't know much about Liam and it just seemed very, like, uncharacteristic because he'd always been quite a cool, calm and collected character. And suddenly he was just showing... <laughs> We'll do a rendition. Okay. Three, two, one. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. There you go. Oh my my god. Was that your favorite moment? No, I almost started singing. I almost started singing Tom Jones. And then then you started, and I was like, oh god, I've got to change my tune very much. Okay, Ruby, favorite moment. Please stop us. Favorite moment of the season. I know. Well, hearing that through like a very rusty <laughs> Zoom was truly awful. So I hope for the for the listeners on the mic, it sounds a lot better because I'm sure oh, that you guys are will pull through. I tell um, <laughs> but okay, one of my favorite moments, and I think this was in my prime. I love Faye phase pre Hurricane Faye was when. Faye and Teddy rekindled after that he came back from Castro Moore. I think, like, when that all happened and he put the Teddy down, I, like, literally, I felt sick and I couldn't <laughs> think about it. And I hate how invested <laughs> I was in this room. just vomits to the <laughs> of that. Ruby's honestly like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> I like literally. I was like, for the for the rest of the day, I was. It was actually made me feel depressed, and I was like, I, I'm way too invested, and I need a fucking hobby. With your well-being, sits in anyway. a reality TV show. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's the- sad. It is. It is so sad. But honestly, it was probably when they rekindled because that was beautiful. Um, I absolutely loved it. And another moment, a more light-hearted moment, was from the Unseen Bits and Liam as well. They were sitting on the beanbags, and I think it was Chloe and Toby. They asked they asked Millie and Liam, like, oh, who, who are Millie's siblings? And Liam was like, said the name of Millie's mum. <laughs> and then Millie was like, no, that's my mum. And Liam goes, that is your sibling. <laughs> 
Like he literally had no idea that your sibling what was what only your sisters and brothers. What the fuck? Just like he didn't know what an aphrodisiac was. He was like, it's, it's asparagus. asparagus. Oh. oh. And I, I told that story so badly, but honestly, if you can go back and find it, it was really oh, I thought fun. you told it well, because I've never seen it. And <laughs> I, honestly, it tickled me. It's just, it's a bit of a dum-dum in a very cute yeah. way, but like, oh my God. I think my favourite moment, like, it just has to be Millie playing the piano. <laughs> that was in my top three. Top no, three. why was that so hilarious? Because they gave no context yes. onto whether she was trying to be good or what. And then when her mum was like, those piano lessons really paid off. And I was thinking, no, mum, no. Mean? They're such a musical couple. They just Chloe, Chloe had the only real reaction yes. out of everyone. Yes. But then did you like, also see so what Toby funny. looked like sitting next to her? Like he what? couldn't look up <laughs> and his nostrils were flaring. Ruby, he, that was like us in class, like me trying to look at you to make <laughs> you laugh with me and you like, I'm not going to look at you because otherwise we'll get sent out. Uh, oh, yes, it does take me back. I know. Okay, so favourite quote. Now I know we've been doing quote of the week for... Um, the whole fucking time we've been doing Culture Vulture, which has been, you know, a taxing part of the podcast, but a real asset. Oh, a real asset. Having to go through a week's worth of content to find one quote, not easy, team. It's much harder than it sounds. I, <laughs> Toby, 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 that's all that came up when I thought about my quotes of the week. My quotes of the season. Um, <laughs> there's one that he says, I don't want to live life with regrets. You know what? That was a regret. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, I've brought in Mary, I've brought in Abby, and now, like, fuck my life. And then there was also one saying, I've fucked it, I've fucked it big time. Fuck, I'm a bad person, I can't keep doing this shit. It's just oh, like... I love him. He had some great Beach Hut moments. And I've actually seen that it's become a sound on TikTok, the, the I don't want to live life with regrets, but that was a regret. Groups, <laughs> oh. do you have a fave? Okay, um, I don't have it, like, quite... I don't know it for word for word because I didn't write it down. But it was when yeah. Chloe and Toby were fighting, like, before they broke up. And she was like, it was not me who failed. It was you. Or whatever she said. Yes. <laughs> no, this was going to be my quote yes. of the season. And it was like, it's not a test for me. It's a test for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the yes. way that she looks at him with, like, are you fucking dumb, yes. man? And she goes... What else does she say? She's like, it's fucking muggy. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, no yes. way. No way. No way. <laughs> also, oh. you can't not bring up Jake saying, but you're my girlfriend or whatever he fucking says. Oh. Really bad accent yes. just then, but oh my God. That was good, Rose. <laughs> my favourite one was Toby going, I don't know how to deal with my emotions. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just iconic. And then also, I just think, quick shout out to Ian, the voiceover guy. Oh, always. Because, like, he does carry when, when, when it's too wholesome in the season. He is the one that has to bring the chat. Oh, he carries, he carries the show. Like, I can't imagine this show without him. I just feel like he is sort of the essence. He's the tone. He yeah. sets the bar. He's very funny. Mm. He's good. Okay, now this question, I just want to be quick fire question with sort of no explanation because I just feel like we've been analysing these couples fucking to the death. So, no explanation from the final four, K 
couple most likely to break up after Love Island? I'm gonna go first, Kaz and Tyler. No explanation allowed. I'm gonna go second, Kaz and Tyler. I'm gonna go last and say that... Oh, I wanna go different. Because I actually think Kaz and Tyler could be good. I'm gonna say... Do you actually, oh do my you god, Ruby! Seriously! See. Oh my god! Sorry! <laughs> you're, so in, you're so entitled yes. to that opinion. I'm just so... Oh, well, I don't feel like, like, like it. The UK. <laughs> <laughs> this is no longer a safe space. Give me a little one glass of wine and it's not a <laughs> and safe And we bulldoze the conversation. <laughs> okay, I just think they could be cute. I reckon maybe Chloe and Toby or Fantetti, my two faves. Oh, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, couple most likely again no explanation to thrive outside of the villa. From the final, I'm going to say Millie and Liam. Yeah, I'm Millie gonna and say Liam. Chloe and Toby. Okay, any good predictions? Like any funny predictions on what any of them are going to do with the fame? For example, I think. Toby will be the world's worst influencer. <laughs> However, I do think he might go on to write a book for dudes that are, like, struggling with communication about, like, the <laughs> lessons he learned on Love Island. Almost like, Ruby, you gave a great title before, like, A Crash Course in Communication with Toby. Like, look, I just think that might be his niche. Because and dudes might relate. And, Toby, you can use that. You just will have to credit me. Absolutely, yeah. copyright over here, and we actually will be asking for royalties to Culture Vulture. Yeah. We will, and I think okay, it will be a I'll be asking for royalties. Don't you dare take those from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wants to go off on her own. Ruby <laughs> <laughs> becomes a publishing house. Okay, <laughs> um, any other weird sort of oh, career path? I think that Millie will um, release a solo album. <laughs> a just, piano you know, yeah. an acoustic album <laughs> well no or she's just Adele as we said at the start oh. and the piano skills make total sense and she's just going to come out with her yeah. third but this one's going to be like you know in love and maybe and Liam can do album. vocals oh yes yeah. if he gets on key a bit of a duo <laughs> um, I reckon Faye and Teddy are going to be hundies that like really cringe Instagram couple like in a cute way but like so loved up cringe like yeah. very posed yes. teddy might get a whiskey sponsorship do y'all reckon like a classy sponsorship i could also see melly dropping a fashion line because yeah. i oh, thought she yeah. had great fashion i mean all of them will probably get some sort of deal let's be honest with like boohoo or, well, or like I think pretty little thing millie works at asos I don't know if that's true, okay. but I think yeah, she does. Well, what's her job? What's her job title? I can't. I, I don't know. Remember. I don't know. I, well, to be honest, influencer. You, you need to fact check now. that. I've probably gotten it wrong, but yeah, she's now winner of Love Island 2021. That's her new job. She's title. got 25 so, pounds to her name. 25,000. <laughs> 25 pounds. <laughs> she can buy a pretty decent meal for that. I was thinking that would have to be surely like 50 thousand pounds after tax because if they tax that then those guys are getting fucking oh. nothing yeah no you're quite right i mean the tax break and also that's heavy. a tiny amount to win for eight weeks yeah they must also they must be getting paid a little bit to like cover their rent back home anyway that's too boring i for the seats for this episode yeah ruby but go <laughs> it's the logistics we need to know um one i they do get paid per episode but very little mm -hmm. Um, and two, 
that I mean they get the Instagram fame, so True. like you're kind of just getting that with it's it. More of a token. They don't it? really do it for the money. I feel yeah. like that's just what you have to do to make this social experiment acceptable. Yeah. Like and almost ethical. Like it has to be like a quote unquote game show with a prize. They can't just be putting little lab rats in a villa and like filming it. <laughs> totally. Oi, also just like since we're doing the wrap up episode, throw back to when Hugo ghosted us, flaked on us. <laughs> Oh, no, he didn't. He just <laughs> postponed. He postponed until we got management, and by the time he has management, he's irrelevant. Well, I mean, anyway, yeah. ick of the season. <laughs> Go, everyone. Do you have an ick of the season? Okay, yes. Mine is a person, and it is Danny. True. Cheers to mm. that. Liv? My ick of the season is face screaming at Teddy. I can't get over it. Um, I've got two icks of the season that are from myself. One of them is when I said Tyler turns me on because that's wrong now. Oh, but it was more Tyler turns me on. No, our producer Jin from work made it seem like I said Tyler turns me on. With some gestures, by the way. My other ick is trying to make bitch I'm a ghost happen for one episode when I've actually never said that in real life. It got good traction though with the viewers. It got with the, the listeners. The listeners. Sorry, you don't actually see us. Thank God for that. Thank God. We're in the dark right now. <laughs> Oh. And then the true ick was Faye's roast. Oh, God, that whole talent show. <laughs> Ruby had to block her eyes and ears that a whole talent show. Yeah, the roast was bad. I could, I could, oh, God. And then... Sorry, I would have left. <laughs> what, if you had to do a talent or if you had to watch? What would you... Yeah, what the fuck would I do if I had to do a talent? Obviously comedy. Listen to you on this podcast, I you genius. Stand up, man. What about fucking book title writing? You've just written Toby one. Okay, and then the last question I have for you guys before we sign off our final episode of Culture Vulture for this season is the best friendship in the villa. Liv? I really, really loved Millie and Toby's friendship. Oh my god, I was going to say that. Yeah, like they're very, very cute. We didn't see that much of it, but it was sort of like... It was sort of pointed towards throughout a few episodes. And I just thought that was really fucking cute. Um, He was like her little brother. Um, And also, I really did love Millie and Faye's friendship kind of before the votes Mm. happened. And I still think they have a strong Mm. friendship, but it it peaked before that. Mm. They were cute. Yeah, definitely Millie and Toby, I thought they had a really cute dynamic. I mean, you have to give it to Liberty and Kaz. I think their, like, yeah. their friendship and their loyalty, like, it's an obvious one. But I think, like, that was girl power to the max. And it was so cool to see because, like we've said on other episodes, it's always kind of been the boys who have been the strongest. And in I other think seasons? That it was, yeah, yeah, definitely in other mm-hmm. seasons. So that mm-hmm. was a really cool thing from this season was how close those two were. And all of the girls, oh, to be honest. I also saw, I watched a little video of Liberty once she'd come out of the villa. And she said something about her and Kaz maybe getting a house together. Oh, that's which really, cute. really cute. I also saw a tweet that was like, if I saw any of my best mates go on Love Island and start saying that everyone on there was their best friends, we are never sharing a taxi home together ever <laughs> again. Because you know how they go in there? It's like if you two went on there, right, and you saw some randoms, who obviously aren't randoms, you live with them, <laughs> and then you started saying to the whole nation, the whole world, that, like, 
they were your best friends, and I'd be sitting <laughs> I'm here like, over here. honestly, fuck off. They're <laughs> <They're> mine. Best <laughs> friends. Just because you guys are famous best I'm friends jealous. doesn't mean that I don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. That. I'd get jealous. No, that's fair. I think my favorite friendship was like real cringe but I wanted to write like my favorite relationship was liberty with herself because Mm. one because we've never seen that but that wasn't the question that I posed it was friendship and the friendship was probably the epitome of their friendship was when they all all of them together jumped in the pool and did a bomb for when Jake and Lib left like as a duo plus Jake and Lib the final four couples plus Jake and Lib was so cute yeah that I just like and and then also kind of Teddy and Toby when they were standing up for Chloe and Faye when they'd been sort of talking shit and like they were sort of yeah. now nah, bro like we'll we'll keep it between us now talking to Jake but I think just all the Islanders at the end the final four was like fucking great to oh, see so cute so so cute I think yeah as you said before it was the most wholesome season definitely that I've ever seen of Love Island yeah and just not that much bitchiness at no, all and it's all. it's been a true true pleasure getting to sit and chat and like reminisce and analyze all of these people that we don't know but I feel like I really know I know and it's just so weird because a lot of the world feels like they know these people and we've all learned a lot from them and it's just been a pretty wild ride, I have to say. Oh, yeah. It's been really fun. I mean, I, like, I don't know. I've got to find a new personality that Love Island's over. Like, what am I going to put all my attention to? <laughs> I know. And and don't worry, guys. We want to keep Culture Vulture going. We want to keep talking about pop culture. We want to keep talking about all things culture. It's not going to be solely Love Island because, unfortunately, our bread and butter has come to an end. But your girls do want to keep jumping on mic. So this isn't the last you'll be hearing of us. And... We have to give just the biggest, most loving shout-out to Neon, who have made this whole thing happen, have not only streamed Love Island into your homes and into your hearts, but they have literally made Culture Vulture a thing. It didn't exist. They fucking streamed the best show, the best reality show that we've ever seen, and we got to make a podcast about it together. So it made those 7am recordings on a Monday morning like the best part of the week. It was. That was a beautiful speech, Lucy. Oh, I have to say, it was almost like we're at Neon's wedding or something. Oh, it was like my declaration of love <laughs> at was. the summer ball. Poetic, absolutely. But no, have to reiterate that. Um, thank you so much, Neon. And if you have missed any episodes, you can just go back and watch them on Neon. And you're sussed. I know. I mean, honestly, Neon's like the parent and Culture Vulture is the baby. <laughs> and we are like... The proud, I don't know, aunties and uncles. I don't even know what we are in this, but... What we are yeah, is a couple of a glasses pleasure. of wine deep and very <laughs> yeah. grateful. And also to our wonderful producer, Tina Tiller, who has got up with us each morning at 7am and recorded this thing. And often she doesn't even have context to what the fuck we're talking about. So she does a really good job putting this all together for you guys. And a massive thanks has to go out to all of you. Because you listened, you stuck around, you watched, and you messaged us with all your hot takes, which were often a lot hotter than what we were saying on mic. Absolutely, you guys 
made the podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in every week. Woohoo! And I mean, I'm sure we'll be in your ears very soon and maybe even for next season. Who knows? Stay tuned. Stay tuned, everyone. We love you. Bye. Love you lots. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.